Hey friends, my name is Zara, and this is the Daydreaming Rose podcast, in which I talk about folk herbalism, the tarot, trauma-informed magic, as well as politics of healing and small business adventures. Sometimes it's just me sharing rituals and inspiration, and sometimes I have beautiful, like-minded guests on the show. If you would like to learn more about my work, you can visit daydreamingworlds.com for all things magic and sarahmagdalenalove.com for web design and tech support. Feel free to subscribe on iTunes and if you like my podcast, know that a review would really be appreciated. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining me for a special episode on the winter solstice. So today I don't have a guest, it's just me. And I wanted to tell you a little bit more about my Europe reflections, how I'm going to spend tomorrow, the solstice and the new year, and what my intentions for 2018 are. I also have a couple of ritual suggestions and tarot spreads to share with you, and a couple of exciting news from both my businesses. So I've been meaning to record this during the day, but funny enough, the day kind of just flew by. And I'm now tucked into bed, it's late and dark outside and I've got candles on, spooning my little dog and I'm drinking some rose tea and I'm recording this on my phone. So I'm sorry if the sound quality isn't as amazing, I hope it's okay anyway. And yeah, I want to begin by speaking a little bit about how my year has been and what kind of my highlights were and so... In business, I ran the do-it-yourself summer school, which was really cool. Um, almost 400 people took part. I offered eight free webinars, for, ranging from anything from like how to build a newsletter list, how to make your own graphics in Canva, how to develop an authentic social media strategy. And it was really far out of my comfort zone. I'm such an introvert and find it quite hard to speak in front of groups. But I got so much out of that instant feedback and engaging with people and seeing that the tools that I've taught myself are really of benefit for, to other people as well. So that was really cool. Um, I would definitely do it again. I would just give myself more time to prepare and I would probably, yeah, just take it all a bit slower, but it's really interesting. And um, another thing that I really got into more this year was offering ongoing support to people who run small businesses. So in the first two years in my business, and this is not a third, I was mainly creating websites for people, which I still really love doing. But this year I've kind of also supported people more with their launches. I um, did a lot of software consultations. So I've advised people on what software might be working best for them in their business. Um, I've helped several people launch really big programs on very tight deadlines which was exciting and fun and really interesting and yeah I think I learned a lot from that and it was really nice to build these ongoing relationships with clients that I had already been working with and I think the main takeaway for me was really that we're moving away from really aggressive funnel-based impersonal marketing towards creating free content that is beautiful and accessible and free and giving people choices and really, you know, building business relationships with our clients and our partners with consent at the heart to really, yeah, see what people actually need and give them the freedom to decide what feels good for them, what they want at this stage in their life or business 
Um, and yeah, that feels good. I'm excited about exploring that more and stepping away from more conventional marketing models. I've also been starting to do uh, more tarot readings for people, some of which had already been my web design clients, um, which is interesting because in the beginning I was really seeing Daydream Wolves as a separate business. Um, SarahMagdalenaLove.com, my web design website, came first. I started that site in 2015 and um, yeah, it grew really quickly. It's now my main income source. And um, kind of at the end of the second year of, of building that, I realized that I had a ton of personal writing on sarahmagdalenalove.com. Because I had been blogging for 14 years already at that time, I just had recipes and personal essays and just stuff that really had nothing to do with web design. So I wanted to give that writing a new space and that's how I started Daydreaming Wolves. And then over, over the years, I studied herbalism, I um, built up more of my own tarot practice, I started talking to other people about magic and ritual, I became more interested in the relationships to activism and resistance in these practices, and so it grew and it was really well received, and then I started a podcast, and then I started offering tarot readings, and... One thing led to the other and the thing that I'm really grateful for with this is that it feels like there's such a beautiful community surrounding Daydreaming Wolves. I'm really, really grateful for you guys listening and giving me feedback and talking to me on Instagram and on Facebook and, and all of us just sharing these practices that feel good to us. So that's really special to me and um, I feel really, really lucky that I had my web design business to begin with so that there wasn't a need for me to kind of make daydream involves happen very fast for a really long time I was yeah just running it for fun and then the tarot readings came in and that seemed to just be the right time to offer that and uh, yeah and yeah God, just I, I love it so much and I'm really grateful um and so how, why, why this is interesting, I think, is also that in the beginning I was believing that I was really talking to two different audiences. I was imagining that the web design folks kind of that were interested in my work were not all that interested into magic and the tarot and herbalism as well. But as as both these things grew, it came, became clearer that actually there's a huge overlap. People like to talk about both these things and I started um, talking to other tarot folks about web design and what they can do to start their business and I uh, spoke about tarot as a reflective tool in business with my web design clients. So I feel that this year these two worlds really have merged some more which I'm super happy about and I've been having a chance to put more energy into my podcast. I've really been speaking to amazing people this year. Many podcast episodes are already published and there are many many more to come just yesterday I had an amazing interview that I'm really excited about sharing with you and so yeah I mean there's there's definitely more to come from that in 2018 and then I started a patreon 11 days ago which I will talk about some more later but just to say this is a platform where you can um, pledge to send me some monthly support and you're receiving monthly magic in return so 
it's a pretty cool, exciting new way of being in relationship with people and sharing the stuff. And so that's also been a major change for me in my business. In my private life, I really missed Portugal a lot. If you've been following my work, you know that um, about a year and a half ago, I bought a piece of abandoned farmland in central Portugal. I had spent three months in the spring there and really fell in love. And then the family that I had donated eggs to a couple of years before that offered to borrow me the land, the money that I needed to buy this land. And so things really magically fell into place. I now own two acres um, of beautiful land with a tiny house. And I haven't had a chance to be there today, this year, I mean... And I really miss it. I am currently saving to rebuild the house and spend more time there. And I hope that one day it can become a retreat place for friends and especially queers to come to and have a beautiful time and just be in nature and learn new skills. So yeah, I missed Portugal this year. I spent the majority of my time in Brighton, which was really great. Um, I've, I had previously lived in Brighton for five years and then took a break during which I lived in Berlin and I really missed being by the sea. I love the size of Brighton. I love being able to see the sea from my window almost and I now live at the edge of the city near the forest so my dog and I are in the woods every day which has improved the quality of my life so so much so that's really cool. Um, I have run some more local courses and I'm doing more of that in January. Um, so in January I'm, I'm teaching a four-week course on um, herbal self-care and the tarot, which is called Comfort in the Dark. And if you're local to Brighton, of course I would love to have you there. I travel a fair bit this year, especially between Germany and the UK, and I had a really cool trip to New York in September. Um, during which I did a uh, breathwork teacher training with Erin Telford, which was a dream come true. I met some really incredible people in New York, um, some of which had already been my clients and some of which were new. And so that was really great. And then another highlight in my private life was that on May 10th, I got married to myself in Glastonbury in the UK, um, which I know sounds silly, but it, uh, I promise it makes sense. I have just become more interested in rituals and commitments in the last few years. I'm currently training as a celebrant because I think that it's really important that we mark important lifestone, uh, milestones in our lives in beautiful and meaningful ways. And I'm noticing that, especially as queers, that can be hard because not all of us fit into the structure of like, graduating from university and then getting married and having babies and having all these anniversaries so we need to decide kind of how we want to yeah celebrate ourselves and and the things that we are achieving in life even if we're not getting married or having kids and all that which are great things to do of course it's just not for everyone so I am 32 this year and I I just kept being asked you know when I'm gonna get married and settle down and I wanted to have this, this ritual for myself to really commit to my relationship with myself first before I uh, was ready to fall in love again and think about other people. I wanted to grow stronger in my boundaries and have a nice ritual for that. And so that 
was really a cool trip. I took my dog, we just stayed for one night, and it was the full moon in Scorpio. So it's exactly half a year between my birthday and my birthdays, my 30th and my, uh, no sorry, my 31st and my 32nd. And I now will celebrate the 10th of May each year to really check in with myself and see where I'm at with the self-love and yeah, if there's anything that I can change or nurture or approve upon. So that's exciting. I have also um, started to receive my own tarot mentoring with Nancy Antonucci, which is absolutely incredible. I really love her. She's so cool and weird and wonderful. And she has really, yeah, she's really helped me to grow more confidence in my ability to be a good tarot reader. And I'm going to continue working with her next year. And I really hope that we're strengthening my own practice and that I can bring some of her wisdom to you guys as well because she's she's just really awesome you know she knows shit <laughs> and then i want to talk a little bit about what i'm doing tomorrow and what i'm doing for new years because i know many of you are really interested in rituals as well and you might want to think about other ways of celebrating so tomorrow is the darkest day of the year and um i've always been really interested in shadow work and kind of seeing you know, seeing the unseen stuff and working with darkness and integrating that. And so um, one thing I'm doing tomorrow is in the morning, the first half of the day, I'll be doing donation-based tarot readings, um, benefiting the Trans Survivor Switchboard in Brighton. I have more recently experienced a sexual assault myself and I'm still very much chewing on that and I'm thinking about it and receiving a lot of support surrounding that and it just feels meaningful to give something to the service that is so important to so many of us um yeah especially with that happening more recently and um, in the second half of the day I'm gonna take my dog out into the woods and I really want to see the sunset in yeah, between trees out in the woods and light a nice candle and just really be with that darkness and see what it means for me and to think about my own shadows, to th the things that I'm not seeing and to remember that the darkness really is part of life as well and that expansion and contractions are both such a natural, beautiful part and yeah, just to kind of lean into the trust that the sun is going to come back the day after we're going to move towards the lighter part of the year again and traditionally we're celebrating that the sun is being reborn after growing smaller it's going to become bigger again and so there's a real sense of hope on that day and of things turning around and we're looking towards summer again and expanding and growing so I'm going to journal about what that means for me and what I'm hoping for and what I want to grow next year <clears throat> and then uh, New Year's I personally really hate it I at least really hate traditional celebrations I don't like the street level fireworks I think that fireworks in the sky are beautiful and and definitely worth it but the smaller stuff on the street and everyone being really drunk and rowdy is just really scary and it, I think it's scary for our pets as well so I'm going to stay in and I'm going to see that I can have a nice walk in the woodland near my house 
the first of January is the full moon, so the moon is going to be fantastic and big that night. I really wish to see that. I hope it's not going to be cloudy that night. And then um, I'm going to do some tarot readings and light some candles and cook some nice food and just probably be myself and journal and um, take the pressure off it because we can, you know, have parties and dance and be silly literally every night of the year if we want to. It really doesn't have to be that particular night um, unless we really want to, uh, which we can, of course. And um, yeah, if, if once I'm if I'm starting to feel a bit anxious around that, I'm trying to remember that celebrating the first day of the year is also really special. So I want to make the first of January really nice. Um, that's something I've been feeling is really helpful in every si single celebration in the year, be that the solstice or Beltane, to really think of it more like a three day little party so that you're not having so much pressure on that one night to be really special and meaningful so I might go to the spa on the 1st of January or maybe have a walk at the beach and as for tarot readings I'm gonna keep it pretty simple I find really big readings almost overwhelming I don't like yeah I usually don't pull more than seven cards um, usually I'll do two or three for myself and I would invite you to consider that too, if, if that works for you. So if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with the idea of creating this huge spread about the year, maybe break it down a little bit. So one thing I really like doing is looking at one area of life and doing past, present, future readings for that. So I've done these really simple three card spreads for things like my mental health, my relationship to money, um, my gender specific relationships in my life and that feel, felt so much yeah more accessible and easier to do another idea would be to look at one situation that you want to work on or look at and draw a card on what to invite and one card on what to release and then to journal with that as well another um kind of idea that i have for you is to maybe think about one plan that you want to work with in 2018 and if that feels hard to choose then remember you can always work with other plans as well but maybe you can find like one plan friend and really build a relationship with that particular plan and explore it in different ways so I'm not sure which plan I will focus on next year this year I have really really gotten to know Mugwood in many ways I have made mugwood tea, I've made mugwood tinctures, I've um, infused almond oil with mugwood and made that into a balm, I have smoked mugwood, um, I've created a mugwood essence, so all kinds of cool stuff and I now have mugwood tattoos which I got this year as well and so I feel like mugwood and I are pretty tight, it's really cool, we we got to know each other, um, I even wrote a poem about mugwood once. <laughs> So yeah, um, if it feels hard to ch choose with just one plan um, or you're kind of feeling a bit stuck on your intuition as to which one might be right for you, there's so many different ideas here. So one thing is if you have a book about herbs, you could just open it at a random page and see which plant comes up. Or if you have a plant oracle deck, you could draw one of those cards. Or you could do, go to a local herb shop and just, you know, stand around there, 
stand in front of the chalice and see which one is speaking to you. Or you could pick a color um, that you really like, like yellow for example, and then see what plants have that color, like chamomile or calendula, and pick one of those. Or you could, you know, really check in with your body and see where you need the most physical support and see which plan could be helpful with that. And then you can make a plan as to how you're going to get to know that plan. And so I think getting a bit of the dried plan is a really great start, but maybe you can also observe it in nature and see if it grows anywhere near you. Or you could even have, you know, a little pot of that plant on your windowsill maybe even grow it from seed see how that works for you and then maybe make your own tinctures or potions or balms with that i have a free course called everyday magic in which i'm introducing you to different uh, herbal self-care practices and um, if you want to learn more about that you can sign up for that at daydreamwalls.com um, I also see people really often working with the idea of gratitude lists and I like that. I think gratitude is really great, but I would just offer that it's, it's quite good to not force gratitude. I've definitely had moments this year where I just needed to be angry or sad and I wasn't forcing myself to spell out what I'm grateful for right away. You know, I did eventually, of course, come back to my gratitude, but I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't force myself to sit down and write a list if I'm just not feeling it. And I will say that I think it can be really helpful to write an anger list as well. We're living through really, really challenging political times. And I think I really want to, on the new year, also write a list of things that I'm angry about. And I want to think about what I'm going to do with that anger and how I can transform it in constructive and healthy ways to work towards a change that I would like to see and to be an ally and an activist and yeah to see see what I can do to contribute to that finally I want to tell you a little bit about the patreon that I've started and what that means to me and why I did it and how you can be part of it so patreon.com slash sarahmagdalenalove.com is where it's at and basically patreon is a platform for independent makers to offer things to an audience which in turn pledges ongoing financial support and so in my case practically that means that you can pledge anything from three dollars or more and you're going to receive a monthly package as an email with a little ritual kit that you can work with so in november i created the first ritual kit called roots and boundaries which was really popular and people really loved working with it, especially kind of around the holidays and thinking about being with family and having boundaries and roots with that. And so, yeah, I loved creating that so much that I wanted to make one every day. Uh, uh, not every day. I, well, I would love that actually, but I don't have that much time. Um, I want to create one every month. So what you're receiving if you're pledging $3 or more is a kit that you can take and really make your own so I'm not prescribing you know anything I'm not telling you how you can make your magic I'm just offering you inspiration in this framework to learn new tools and you know look at different things and um, get some inspiration and really make that your own and take that into your own spaces share that with friends see what works for you see what you can tweak and so you're going to receive things like a playlist on Spotify, 
um, some tarot readings that you can do, um, guided visualizations that you can do at home, just lying down in bed. There's going to be journaling prompts. Journaling is a really important practice for me that I really love. And I'm going to share some really simple folk herbal recipes that you can do for your own self-care. So we're going to talk about rituals and there's going to be a theme for the month. And um, yeah, I think that's going to be a really, really beautiful way to gather and, um, and commit to our own practices that way. And so, uh, yeah, you can find that at patreon.com slash love. It's in my Instagram profile as well. And um, as I said, the base pledge is $3. Um, for that, you'll receive the monthly magic. And then if you want, you can pledge $13 a month. And in that case, I will draw a tarot card for the month for you, which I think is a really cool way of getting to know the tarot in a deeper way. So one card a month might not feel like very much, but actually I think it can be really powerful to really just, you know, explore that one theme throughout the months in different ways. So you can journal about the card, you can see how how your understanding of it changes over time, you can see how the experiences that you're making that month relate to that card. Um, and I think that's going to be great. So I'm really excited about offering that. And then if you're pledging $26 or more, you're receiving both these things yourself, the monthly magic and the card for the month, and you're also offering a monthly card to someone else. So this is queer solidarity. Someone who could not afford to make that pledge will receive that card for the month as well. And then for $44 or more, you're going to get a monthly deep dive, so you receive the monthly magic ritual kit, but also a deeper um, audio recorded five card tarot spread that I'm making for you each month of 2018. So in that case, at the beginning of each month, you're going to receive a little intake form and you can let me know where you're at and if there's anything specific that you want me to read about. And then um, about five working days later, you're going to receive your audio recorded reading. And I think that's going to be this really beautiful way of yeah, committing to your own self-care, having someone to really check in with you. I think that the main magic in my tarot readings is in this just like loving support and attention that that we can treat ourselves to. And I love having ongoing relationships with people and reading for them over time and, and seeing how things change and how they feel more magical about their life. So this is, yeah, a really a th something I'm very excited about. And the income that I'm receiving that way is supporting me in many ways. It's giving me more time to write and um, do my podcasts and offer free stuff and run webinars. So it's really gratefully received. And then the final tier is for $77 or more, you're going to have a 60-minute Skype tarot session with me each month. So that's almost like tarot coaching where we meeting and we're just holding space for you to reflect on and process on whatever you're going through that month and we can look at broader themes for the year as well and have these monthly sessions as kind of touchstones so yeah there's different levels to choose from i hope there's something for everyone if you want to receive the monthly magic but you really can't afford to um, pledge three dollars or more that's absolutely fine please email me and i will add you to that list i don't want you to ever feel excluded um for financial reasons, that's really important to me, so do let me know. 
Um, yeah, and if you've got any questions, let me know as well. I would love to hear your ideas. If there's anything you would like me to add, I would love to know. And I'm just hoping that this becomes a place for us to share some magic and ideas and inspiration. So my first goal is to have 20 Patreons. And once I reach that goal, I will start offering seasonal webinars where we can come together on Zoom or Skype um, or another technical platform that I haven't chosen yet and do some magic together and just be in community and, you know, share and process and reflect. And um, the next goal I have is uh, to have 50 people. In that case, I will give away one audio tower reading each month as a scholarship to someone. And then once we hit 100 people, I can get a little bit of support to um, help edit my podcast so that I have more time to interview people and create great content. So right now we have 12 patrons, really, really beautiful people. I'm so grateful for them. I will do a little ritual tomorrow and write their names on a list and really send them some love and, and gratitude for being the early supporters. So if you can, I would love you to join them. That would really mean the world to me, even if it's a small micro pledge. Um, and if that's not what you want to do, that's totally cool. But maybe you can share my page. That would be wonderful as well. I will add it into the show notes. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I am wishing you really beautiful, comforting and well-boundaried holidays. I hope that you can find some meaning in the darkness tomorrow at the shortest day of the year. And I hope that you can transition into the new year with so much love and grace and ease and that you have a lot to look forward to in the next year. Sending you so much love. Thank you.